What's up and welcome back to Kinda Funny in Review. This time we are reviewing Don't Breathe. We're returning to horror. You know what I mean? Not quite the Conjuring universe, cinematic universe, but we're trying to do something a little bit different here. Don't Breathe 2 is coming out later this week, and we're like, you know what? A lot of us really enjoyed the first one, so let's go back, get a little refresher as we go into number two. Of course, as always, I am Tim Geddes, joined by It's Christmas in August, Joey Noel. I know that this is Don't Breathe in Review, guys, but I started watching Cobra Kai yesterday. <laughs> I am down a rabbit hole, and we might have to we might have to just redo that whole series with me instead of Josh McCuga. That's not gonna point. be mad. Not gonna be mad at it. <laughs> Are you gonna be mad at that? The producer slash producer Dick Scarpino? I'm not mad at anything, man. I it was fun going back and watching this movie, not the least of which was like I think I'm I'm a big Fede Alvarez fan. If you guys didn't know. And now, Tim, I know what you're saying. What other movie did he direct? That's right. Evil Dead, the Evil Dead remake. Did I see it? No. But we did Comic-Con that year, and I got to meet Fede Alvarez. And you guys know that if someone's nice to me, I'm a friend of them for life. Yes, yes. I'm sure we'll tell more stories about that later. Uh, stories that unfortunately did not include the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Uh, my mic no longer tells me if it's on or not. It, it just turned the light turned off on it. This is scary, guys. I'm really scared. You're going to be fine. If you unplug it and replug it back in, it should be fine. Mine See, this is, this yeah, is but the if 40. It kills, if it kills all of, like, if I do that, it screws up all the audio for, for you guys. For it's, always it's always something. I know. It happened <laughs> you know as I hit the intro button. Heartbreaker. It's a perfect setup for this beautiful show because we have, for the very first time, you might know him from the intros. Every intro we've done for Kind of Funny in Review, including this one. He is the bossa nova from nova scotia cameron kennedy <laughs> that's amazing that's thank amazing. you uh, thank you that's it's some of your five best work. years uh since i first saw this movie and i don't know about you guys but i have not had a thanksgiving dinner i've been able to enjoy since <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good point yes very true Oh, God. man. Of course, Cameron, thank you so much for joining us. We're about to have a big Cameron Kennedy week. It just felt right. I don't know how this all <laughs> fell in that this is happening, but you're going to see him three times on Kind of Funny Content this week for Don't Breathe in Review 1 and 2. And also, he will be joining us on tomorrow's Kind of Funny podcast. So that'll be fun. We'll get into more nitty-gritty of who he is and all that stuff on that. Uh, but like I said, you all know him from his great work and interview. Cam, just want to thank you on content for all Yay. of the fantastic and review intros you've done over the years. Uh, thank you guys for everything you've done for me. And I mean, obviously this and this weekend. Yeah, everything. Gonna be fun stuff. Gonna be fun. Let's get right into it. This is Kind of Funny's Don't Breathe in Review each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny. Yeah, we get together and rank and review two different movie franchises this week. We are doing Don't Breathe. Uh, and that is very exciting stuff. Stay tuned for what we are doing next over on Twitter.com slash Kind of Funny Vids. You can get it on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. If you want to get it as a podcast, just search your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny in Review, and we will be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad-free and watch live as we record it, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producer Molecule has done. Thank you so much, Molecule. That means you will not need to hear the ads later for me, Undies, Faerty, and Upstart. But now that that's all out of the way, let's get right to it. Don't Breathe, a film originally titled A Man in the Dark, which I think is a way cooler title. No. No way. No, I like Don't Breathe. Way don't better. Breathe is so much cooler. It's the. There sorry, was... the... Oh, sorry. I'm. Uh, no, go ahead, Title, uh, Don't Breathe, I always get mixed up with the movie Lights Out. Lights Out. Came out around the oh same time. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Same thing. <laughs> and Lights Out, by the way, 
makes so much more sense for this. Then don't <laughs> bring, don't yeah, bring. No, but, but I feel like there's moments in it where like you can see the character like literally holding their right. breath, and it's like those moments are the most tense. Where you're just sitting there being like, I also can't breathe. <gasps> don't breathe. That's the name of the movie. Yeah, but there's also moments where people get their fucking lights knocked out, and you're like, that motherfucker got his lights knocked out. <laughs> Nick, it would have been go, so Nick. much easier, so much easier for you to have been like, there's moments when the lights, the lights get turned off. off. There's <laughs> no, no, because there's only one moment where that happens, and, 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 and there's only one cool. light, and it so it would be light out. Light out. No, there's it's, right. the, it's the it's there's the, the uh, garage lights. lights. Of course, the Roman plural. Lights, Joey, basement. You know. Joey, multiple lights don't work for the joke. It's light out. That's the kind of humor you're getting on your first what ever is kind lights of out? Was that any good? Lights out? It was like a um, no. demonic that, possession. Okay. David F. Sandberg? Came and went. David Sandberg? Yes. Not yes, as good David as David Sandberg one. is right. I, I have it open here. Oh, I thought you talk about the Lonely Island guy. <laughs> no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, oh, uh, that's the Shazam guy. guy. Yeah. It's David F. Sandberg is the guy that did The Conjuring 2, I think. The one we liked, the one out in the farmhouse with... All of the all of the women, the teenage girls. I think I that was like really the Conjuring, like, like four. I don't, there's fifteen. Conjuring, Animal creation. That's it. That's it. Conjuring four. Uh, so here we go. We got a runtime of one hour twenty eight minutes. You love to see it. I love whenever a movie's under that hour and a half mark. You know you're in for hopefully a good time. Released on August twenty sixth, twenty sixteen. I don't remember the circumstances, but Nick and I saw this in theaters together. We did, and I don't know why. I think we just did it for fun. Yeah, and it might have been it might have been because it was directed by Fide Alvarez, a Uruguayan filmmaker known for directing Evil Dead 2013 and Don't Breathe in 2016. In, tw- in 2009, he released a short film on YouTube, and before premiering online, the film screened at the Buenos Aires Rojo Sangre Film Festival. And a few weeks later, Alvarez made a deal with Ghost House Pictures to direct a 30 to 40 million sci-fi film. His first project with Ghost House ended up being the Evil Dead remake. It was really successful, and mm-hmm. they gave him the ability to just do his own thing so he turned that into don't breathe and uh he was actually because of don't breathe approached by marvel studios to direct a movie uh but he declined to do it because he thought he wouldn't have enough creative control and he was kind of like addicted to it after this which is kind of cool um and he was also yeah he also declined uh replacing ben affleck as the director for the batman coming up soon oh wow that's interesting those are two hugely high profile movies that i think would have would have uh, benefited his career for sure, but yeah, hey, but for like him. the problem of uh, like uh, director control is like a very serious one. I think in both those franchises. Yeah, but you know? the problem, the, but you're not thinking. You're not thinking in terms of now. That did. was obviously five years ago. Now they're like James Gunn. Whatever the fuck you want to do, please just go do <laughs> well, it. I, we I don't think- care. Literally, everyone in DC was like, here are they dumped fucking money onto his lawn and we're like whatever you want to do we are fine with it and then now really they're giving him hope, more movies yeah i really hope that that is the case because that's the thing like when you hire really talented people to do what they do best like don't step in there and try to change it yeah so i'm pretty sure the reason that we went to go see this movie nick was because we had such a good time with him at comic-con that year. that's true <laughs> that i was like saying. i just became a huge <laughs> that is the Cause, boy dude because the thing is this like the the evil dead remake didn't speak to me not not because of its merit or because of how it was made i was just like i'm i like sam raimi i don't know that this movie needed to necessarily be remade and his take on it was much more closer i think to a, a horror movie than it was the the campiness of sam raimi's original um 
Chad, watching Kevin struggle with this mic is like watching someone wrestle an alligator that's dead. It's great. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, meeting him and, and hanging out with him a little bit, that was super fun. I was like, oh, we should go check out his film. And it turns out he's a hell of a filmmaker. This movie, oh, yeah. this movie is very good. It, it, it plays with tension and with, with sound, uh, with quiet, very, very, very well. Um, and I think for a movie with only like four actors in it, it's, it feels a lot bigger than it is. It's a cool movie. It's very well made. And so with that, a budget of $9.9 million, a box office. You want to guess, Cam? Uh, sorry, what was the budget? $9.9 million. Uh, I'll say like $280 million. Holy shit. Oh. Not quite. That's a lot. I'm going to say <laughs> yeah. $158 million, oh. which is still okay. a major success for a movie yeah, with yeah. a $10 million budget. I was going to guess 250 I was yeah. going to guess $250. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was right. trying to shoot high. I thought like these... It, it, that's what happens yeah yeah now, this is a major successful horror movie though at a budget of 10 million box office 158 yeah, it was number bonkers. one in the u.s box office for the first two weeks of release and stayed in the top 10 for six weeks so hey kind of cool cream rising it's the cool. crop a little bit and, and you know honestly like it's, it's a movie that i think I, I and i don't know how big their marketing budget was but i think a lot of word of mouth was like yo this is a fucking good horror movie like this is a good suspense thriller style movie because on the outset, when you watch the trailer for it, you're like, this looks like a uh, this looks like a standard fare, like um, what's the is it Bloomhouse or who does like this just like just cranks yeah. out horror movies like that? And you're Bloomhouse, like, it's fine yeah. if that's your thing, but it's not I don't know if it's gonna if there's gonna be anything special to it. But watching it, you're like, this is kind of a fucking masterclass in how to make this type of genre movie. Yeah. Cam, what'd you think? I uh I really enjoyed it. Um there's a little more to it that since I first saw it, that stands out as kind of, I'll say problematic, um, mostly involving the, I don't want to say the portrayal of the blind man because he, I mean, he's an awful human being in it, but just the idea again of uh, a nine blind actor uh, playing a blind person. And mm. the only representation for this disability is using it to create horror um is a little messed up um and i read a few articles by this filmmaker and online personality named dominic evans just to see what the disability community kind of thought of it and there were similar thoughts to that but overall in terms of like actually how the movie's made I, same thing as nick was saying earlier like the way it plays the tension the way it is mostly set in the same house the whole time and you still get a sense of where everything is despite it all being in a guy's house you wouldn't probably be decorating like it does a really good job feeling real in the world but also letting you know where everything is and setting the stakes i think yeah totally uh, actually speaking of that alvarez has called the movie an exercise in reversal noting that the film deliberately subverts tropes such as the fact that the house in question is a nice house on a scary street as opposed to the opposite or that the movie is a home invasion story told from the point of view of the invaders yeah so it's like yeah that's, that's kind of cool how they they played with that and nick and i always talk about how like the house being its own character in these horror movies especially with the conjuring ones we did like that's when they really succeed i think this mm -hmm. one did as well joey what do you think I this movie for a long time was really one of my like favorite uh horror thriller what what are we calling this something in horror. that range um and I feel like cuz I obviously remembered most of it including like the big twist or whatever you want to call it at the end um but rewatching it this time I feel like I just have like a different lens on things and I don't know 
if it's just life experiences and just life lived. But like, I remember the like big shocking thing at the end when he's like, nope, now you're going to be here in this basement. Um, I remember being like, oh my gosh, that's so crazy. But now I feel like it, I don't love that part because it is just so invasive and it's the whole conversation too of like, um, hey, dude, even though you said that I, you didn't rape that girl because you didn't actually rape her or like you didn't have sex with her, uh, you you don't necessarily need to like have sex with somebody to rape them. So I just like to put that out there. Like any non-consensual activity is still considered rape. So like, I don't know if that, I don't, I don't really like that trope being used and I feel like they could have maybe played around with some other things like well, I think it's I just know, the like line, right, where he, he yeah. tries to define it, where he's like, I'm not this thing. But I think, again, totally. that speaks to the sort of he's the bad guy in this, right? Yeah. So so it, it, it you you start getting into the minutiae where you start being like, I, I question the bad guy's motivations. You're like, well, he's the bad guy, right? This guy is yeah, exactly. not right. And obviously, like, I think it's I think it is good to make that distinction, right? Where, But, but I think audiences watching it should know that this situation is totally. terrible. Right. Totally. However, up, you yeah. want to define it in your own mind, bad guy. It doesn't matter because to the the well-adjusted person who's watching this, this fucking scene is terrifying and horrible. And I think yeah. that was the point of it. Right. It was supposed to have that shock value where you're like, "What is good?" This was as disturbing as the the moment where they walk into the room in seven, where they see where they see um gluttony, and there's just the guy chained to the table that he fed to death. It is, or, 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 uh, oh, I forget the other one where it was like, but it's, just, it's, it's that shocking. And, and yeah. to me, from like a filmmaking standpoint, to be able to create that vibe is very, very, very difficult. A lot of filmmakers have tried before and it either comes off cheesy or it doesn't hit the right way or it just comes off, it just, it doesn't work in the context of the movie. It takes you out of it. And this, I was like, oh my God, the terror and dread you feel for these characters, specifically for um, Jane Levy's character, is that is, real and i think that's why that's why i think i, I look at how he created that tension and, I, and i'm just kind of in awe of it i think that's part of it too is that like up until that point for well not up until that point up until you find out that he has somebody in the basement you're like rooting for this guy you're like yeah you're like, oh, man, like guys, he's especially so when he drunk. kills when he kills money you're like <laughs> yeah fuck that kid that kid sucks yeah right he's squeezing the life out of him and then there's that moment where he's like oh he's gonna let him go be nice fuck blows his head off no. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god yeah, they're so all, stressful. It's so that's what I think it, I like about it is that yeah. it flips it on itself and like what you think is the established norm based on like what they do in the first 20 minutes is like not actually how it all ends up playing out. And so it's mm -hmm. it kind of keeps you on your toes. I also like that they play with the like, oh, they always come back. They're never really dead. But like they do it in a more playful way of not playful, but like in a more thought out way of like when you think that. The kid from 13 Reasons Why, whose name I'm never going to remember. Um, you think that he dies. Yeah, exactly, with the Clippers. And then you find out, it's like, oh, they did set that up, that money's, he found money's body in the laundry room. And like, I don't know. I feel like it's less tropey than just being like, oh, yeah, he just managed to survive that really brutal thing that happened that usually happens in horror movies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kev, what'd you think? Um, I think I'd, I'd be, uh, I'm in the same boat that, that Joey is, where I enjoyed the movie a lot. Like originally, I liked it. I think more than I did rewatching it now because I've seen it. I think twice before uh, last week where we watched it again, and it, it, there's just something like I, I, I don't know. I guess it's the character, like him not accepting that that's rape is seems really fucked up. But I mean, this man is clearly like a bad guy as well, right? Like everyone is bad in this movie, so it's yeah. But again, uh, the message of the movie no, is no, not. I, yeah. <laughs> 
need to teach no, no. the audience. I, like, no, hey, I, I know, fine. I know, but it, it like it's just one of those things. Like when it's he says that line, supposed to be disturbing, right? It's supposed yeah. to make you think, feel exactly how you feel right now, which you're like, that's that's not right, right? But that mm-hmm. speaks to the the how fucked up this guy is. Is that he thinks if by right, his moral saying. code, that's okay? But you're supposed to be disturbed by this, right? yeah. And uh, but I mean, overall, holy shit, this movie is so suspenseful. Like there are so many moments that I am sitting on the edge of my seat, like grabbing on, being like, "Fuck! Like don't fuck this up. Just break the gate and jump yeah. out. Get out don't of there, fuckers!" Yeah, you know. And then it's um, it's it's exciting. I feel like the the big shock moments that happen, like the after the dude gets stabbed with the, and it's like, oh, it wasn't him. He stabbed the the other body. Like that is a cool moment. But again, it, like the tension doesn't stop after that. It's just. That situation leads to another moment full of tension that leads to another moment full of tension. And it's one of those things that, like, even though there's six big moments, like, it doesn't slow down. It, it keeps you going with it the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the end of it, you kind of, like, can't believe what's happening. And it's like, whoa, I can't believe that, like, the resolution is ending this way. Very excited to see the second one. Don't know if it, we needed one, you know? No, no, yeah. we don't. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But that's absolutely. how I feel about A Quiet Place, and that was a surprise, so we'll yeah. see. Totally. Great point. Yeah, I, I really, really, really think this movie is very special, and uh, I kind of agree with sentiments from everybody in one way or another, where I feel like the kind of rape twist was, like, one thing too far that just wasn't necessary. If you just, like, took the girl and kidnapped her, that would have been, like, enough for me, but it felt like... They just hit the point where like, well, we've already shocked the audience so much. We got to just keep mm-hmm. going. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, we could have backed off just on that one last thing. Because uh, otherwise, I think this movie is such a perfect example of a play box of like a, a, a toy box of horror elements that they that Fide expertly crafted in a way where they set up a bunch of things at the beginning, like including the opening shot, right, of like seeing the the end of the movie. And as a movie goer, you're watching that of him dragging her down the street. So you're like, I know it gets there at some point but you don't know the context of it. And when they actually reveal in the movie, it's not the end. And I liked that. Like, I liked that it, like, we assume it's the final shot, but it wasn't. And th- what happened after that was, I thought, really interesting. And the the, the dog and, like, the, the clippers and, like, all this stuff that they slowly start to introduce to you over time throughout the movie and then really have nice <laughs> setup and payoffs for everything. And all of those are enhanced by, like Kev was saying, tension and just, like, perfectly kind of shot scenes to keep your eyes and ears on what they want you to focus on to really kind of make it an hour and a half of constantly feeling like oh oh which is like kind of what you want from a from a horror movie and this movie just keeps going places and like i think that it does such a good job of leading you down a path and then doing something just a little bit different than you expect that i think nine out of ten times it really works and there was that one time that I just feel like they could have, and, and in these days, I think would have done something a little bit with more restraint. But um, yeah, to me, definitely it stood up and I, I, I can't believe it was as good as it was the first time I saw it in theaters. And I can't believe I'm enjoying it as much as I am now. I am stressed out about seeing this in theaters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Because yeah. I don't think I ever saw this in theaters. I think I've just seen it like at home or like with groups of friends and stuff like that. And I feel like I'm just jumpy anyways in these movies. And I feel like this is not going to be any better. Even watching it, we watched it at Tim's with like the surround sound and stuff like that. And even then I was jumpy and yeah, there's I'm a not, pre- I haven't seen like a tense movie like this in theaters in like two years. And I feel like I'm not prepared. There was a really funny moment that, uh, so Joey was sitting right next to like to the right of Tim right now. And uh, the there's a speaker right next to her. 
and the surround sound like something made a noise and like you were shook and you were like why was the noise coming from here and it's like surround sound baby it was just like whoa joey was like this legitimately for an hour and a half (laughs) and i've seen this movie but like it's been just long enough that like i don't remember every beat i just remember like the general sense of the movie and And, and that's something that i think is cool is that this movie plot wise works so well with its twist that don't feel like they just come out of nowhere that it all kind of feels like they build up the evidence of him and the girl like his daughter dying early enough in the movie that when we get the payoffs it feels like this makes sense and just doesn't come out of left field but i forgot about it but it's so well crafted that i was like by the end of it i'm like how did i not remember any of these things because it's so well done but yeah uh anyway speaking of the plot let's get to the plot no fun songs or anything nick hit it please Please tell us the story. <laughs> hey, please. Th- Tim, it's tradition. I, I knew, I knew that you were going to do it, Nick. I was like, what song is he going to pick? I thought you were going to make up a song to like the Halloween theme song or something. No, 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 no. I that's, think um, that's when way you put, too much work. When you put Randy Newman along with Don't Breathe, you get something just incredibly fucked up and twisted. Hey, everyone, it's Don't Breathe. We open on a shot of a mysterious figure as he drags a, a woman's body, bloody body, down the street in broad daylight, and no one does anything. What is this? The tenderloin? That's a San Francisco joke just for Tim and Joey and Kevin and not Cam. He doesn't understand. Don't go to the tenderloin. It's scary. <laughs> Three robbers break into That's a nice house. Just like the last time, he says, no cash. The total take has to fall under 10 Gs. This kid is smart. S-M-R-T. Uh, here's a bone. Here's what I'm going to tell you one. I'm fine with you breaking into a rich person's house. But why do you also have to break shit? You know what I mean, Kevin? Insert the injury. Nah, you got to piss, piss on something. You got to piss oh, on something. You know what I mean? So That's just mean. what you that do. My friend, cool. my friend uh, got her car stolen. And they, uh, they cleaned it all out. Like pulled out all the insides. And then they replaced it with a shitty seat. And they pissed on it at the end. So that was fun. Wow. A lot of yeah. work. Wow. Yeah, I literally uh, have in the notes I wrote, the first thing was guy peeing and breaking stuff was a little bit much. It, it's, it's so it's it none speaks, of you guys have a robber's mentality. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are all looking Isn't backward. More, Money's looking like normal people. Is DNA from that? Yeah, no, it's very little, very little DNA and pee. Yeah. Almost none. Unless you've got something wrong that. with you and you've got your blood in your pee, science, nothing. Science, science <laughs> with Kev. I'm, I'm pretty sure everywhere. that's right. Oh, we should yeah. Google that just in case kids break into someone's house and they get arrested and they sue no, they us should get because caught they're like, if that's the case. I peed on someone's floor and Kevin said they wouldn't be able to track me, but they I love, immediately found me. I love that me. in Nick's mind, the way he's presenting this, he's just like, oh, we should probably get this right in case the kids listening to us are going to go rob someone's house. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> All right, DNA does contain stupid. a small amount of, uh, or I'm sorry, it contains pee, a small amount pee. of DNA. But not nearly as much as saliva. I don't think they could figure Here's it out. Here's the thing, kids. If you're going to break into a big old mansion... Just don't spit anywhere. Don't do any bodily fluids. Don't break yeah. anything. And also, yeah, don't like break that. into a big-ass mansion. It's not cool. Anyway, for, we meet our for, protagonist just here. remember, your first one's always a freebie. Like, they don't have your DNA in a no. da- database until oh, okay. your second crime. You know what I mean? Right. But here's so the that deal. first one, pee wherever you want. Once they catch you on the second crime, though, they can link you to the first crime. Yeah, but you just don't pee in that one. When you you bring a new friend. He's the peer. So basically, you have a designated peer. In by your, the way, this uh, Joe, you have to. You have to. This okay. is Kevin's. Sorry, I don't have of, one of these, so I'm just trying to catch up. This is Kevin's version of the Wet Bandits. I digress. Oh, Money, God. Rocky, <laughs> and Alex. 
that's who these are our three protagonists. We're introduced to them here. Uh, they make off with the goods and then bust Wait, what the are sliding the names glass again? door. Money is mm -hmm. the is the guy with the cornrows. Rocky yeah. is uh, Jane Levy. Is it Levy, Levy or Levy? Levy. And then Alex is the kid from uh, 13 Reasons Why. How come two of them have really cool name and then Alex is just. Because he's a dork, Alex. Joey. Yeah, he's the dork. He's a friend he's zone dork. dork. Is he the what, least out of what is, what is Rocky's real name? In, in real in, life? In no, the thing? In, in the thing, yeah. I have no uh, idea. Because her name's Roxanne. Oh. But she goes by Rocky. And that is that's, fucking that's a cool awesome. combo. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that was a possibility, but shout out to you. Rocky. That's pretty cool. <laughs> also, Tim, if you ever have uh, children and you want to name one of them Rocky, I'm all for that. Okay. Okay. Good to know, Nick. Thank you. I get rock. Also, shout out to your <laughs> joke. That was really good. Thank you. Thank you. I tried to get that through five times. It came through the last time, everyone. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. If you're an audio listener, hi. Uh, let's see. They bust the sliding glass door and their plan hit enough houses to leave Detroit forever, as they discuss in the car. And at first, I'm like, why would you, again, what kind of asshole throws a rock through a sliding glass door? Those things are expensive. Granted, this person has probably has insurance, so it's probably fine, but it doesn't matter. Alex, but it's to it's to make it look like that's how they know. broke in. We come, we yeah. come in later. Yeah. Alex doesn't like this plan because he likes Rocky and can't leave Detroit because of his dad and his bad haircut. Uh, Alex goes home and replaces the keys from the place they just jacked, and it turns out his father is a security guard, and that's why they threw the the rock through the window to cover their tracks. Brilliant. Now, any cop but worth a damn would be thing. like – no, they'd look at the alarm records and be like, the, the alarm was disabled right before it was enabled. Someone snuck in. They would figure they would. this shit out. They would. It would be easy. Also, what kind of security company also gives you keys to the, like, is that yeah, a thing? A, it's, no, Where it's like, hey, you're securing my house, but let me give you my spare set of keys. That doesn't make well, any sense. Does he owns a, his dad. Is he a security guy or does he like, is that his company? I think it's, I think, I think he it's works his company. for the company or oh, he I has something to do with the company. But this is a question because if you own a security company that apparently is run security for fucking literally every house in Detroit because he just so happens to have the keys to this one random house, which is a coincidence, this guy be balling, man. Security companies, you make a lot of money making people feel secure. Yeah, but also the scene ends with the showing the dad's desktop to show he's a security guy. Yeah. But he's in a security guard's yeah. outfit. Yeah. I think with that the they security didn't security logo bouncing. I think that they didn't trust us to figure it out if he was in a business suit okay. holding like a security guard <laughs> yeah. folder. Right. Yeah. So they were like, we need to really, really get yeah. there for the dumb kids, you know? Yeah. It's it's tough. But I mean, maybe these are it's just, just to luggage. remind himself that this is where I came from. I started as a security <laughs> guard and then I created my own company. And I just gotta keep that mindset. Always be hustling. It's you know? exactly why I keep a picture of me and Fran to this day. It haunts yep. me. I'm like, this is what I have nightmares about. This is what keeps me moving forward. Alex goes home. He replaces that thing. His dad is a security guy. We followed that money. Goes to his fence, Raul, uh, but gets a pittance for his work. Instead, Raul gives him a tip. He's like, how about you go rob this guy who's in this really bad part of the city? The story goes, some preppy girl ran over his daughter, and her rich family paid him off. He's sitting on at least $300,000. Alex reminds them that they don't go over 10 k Kevin, what have I always said? We don't go over 10 k here. Anything above that larceny. is major Grand. larceny, which could mean 10 years in prison. Now, I'll throw this out there. Anything below that? What do you get? Nine years in prison? Like what? I, what's <laughs> what is the fucking difference? <laughs> like five a year in prison is enough for me to be like, I don't want to do not any worth of this. this. It's yeah. not worth it, right? Yeah. So if he's like, oh, you're gonna get nine, we're gonna get nine years in prison. Well, yeah, would you and be calculated like, like he's gonna be out by the time he's 30? I don't understand the point. But also, like, what if they catch you for one of these small crimes and suddenly they're testing your guy's pee and yeah. he pees in every house? So now they're like, wait, you've done 10 of these. 
now you're going to jail for life. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know? the thing, right? So might as well they... go big and get out. Always stay under 10K, rule number one. Rule number two, only PP once. Yeah, exactly. Only PP once. Well, once per person per house. If you need yeah, to pee again, you have kid. to bring a new person or a dog. But rule rule number three, new kid always pees. New kid always has to pee. <laughs> and if and if if uh, Moose has to take a poo-poo, we're like, leave uh-huh. it. Just let him take a poo-poo on the thing. <laughs> no, also, remember. Poop, you know, Moose too is much the DNA worst in dog to bring to a break-in, by the yeah, way. Yeah, but what would they do? Like, what would you do if he's this? He's blowing like, up your spot immediately. They're like, the guy's like this. Hey, we found some fecal matter to get that over to the lab as soon as possible. Meanwhile, a week later, the lab calls back and goes, we've, we've run the poo. And apparently one of the robbers was a Pomeranian. <laughs> <laughs> also, I do, I do want to point out, Kevin's not fucking wrong because this is how they nailed the fucking wet bandits in Home Alone. They were like, thanks for fucking drenching everyone's trace, house because yeah. now we know all the houses you've hit. Like, we know it was you that hit those houses. Remember, Daniel Stern's like, see? And Joe Pesci's like, I'm going to murder him in his sleep in prison. That's and then good. I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Uh, let's see. Later that day, Rocky texts Alex. She pleads with them to help her out because she's got to get her younger sister out of here to a better life. Alex Googles the story of the settlement and finds out more about the man. He is a war vet who was blinded during the war uh, and he lives in that house. And then he Googles the address. And I think it turns out that his dad um, is does security for that too. So he's like, okay, cool. Over at Rocky's house, her mom is a real piece of work. Her little sister wants to be a surfer, but real doesn't understand piece of how- shit. Just a piece of shit. Like immediate is like, oh, you yeah, you having sex for money? Is that how you're making money? And it's like, oh man, mom, calm down, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Why would you go to that? No, mom. I'm knocking over houses, and later I'm going to kill a man who is a Vietnam War veteran. No, Iraq War veteran. That's what they said, right? Yeah, Iraq. Um, oh, four. Her little sister Diddy. I don't know what that's short for. I imagine it's short for Odelia Dietra. Wants to be a surfer, but doesn't understand how. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, Nick, I threw it I'm out sorry. there, Kevin. What did you think? I went it was to the shelf for again, and I was like, "Yeah, there's nothing <laughs> uh, on this shelf." So you so just I went to the lower made shelf up a name I'm... no one's ever used. Oh, Kevin, I went. I went. Did you? What did he say? Ditra. That's not. I went, but I put an O in front of it, like Ophelia. Tim said Ditra, right? Oh. He said O Ditra. Which is very like I, I I feel you going for Ophelia, but why don't you? Yeah, yeah, all right. I meant to. Wait, is Jitras the place that Kevin always wants to go for? Yeah, Jitras, Jitras, Jitras is Jitras the Thai place or Didums the party place. Either way, Kevin wants to go. Both all the time. gone, right? And R.I.P. Yeah, for both of them. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway. A dark uh, timeline. Rocky's like, this sucks. I got to get my, my sister out of here so she can go be a pro surfer. And I feel like I'm just going to say this right now. If this ends up being a prequel for Blue Crush, I'm in. Uh, let's see. And then Alex texts back in all caps. Okay, let's do this. And I'm like, bro, pump the brakes a little bit, homie. You're coming off a little desperate here. And then Rocky tells Diddy about California. Maybe just throwing this out there. Wait until after the job to make promises. Mm-hmm. You're not sure you'll be alive to keep. I want to do a quote for a movie. And I want to see if any of you guys get it. Yeah. California. California. The Wizard, 1989. Little kid wanted to go to California real bad. Uh, real bad. I was yeah. going to guess. I, I was going to guess ahead. the, um, one. I think it's the song from the OC, right, Joey? Yeah. California. Like Phantom Planet. Tim, I was going to guess The Witches. Oh. Close. The witches. That movie's yeah. bad to the bone, dude. No, shout out to Jimmy and the Wizard, baby. The new one is really bad. That was a terrible movie. Don't watch that movie, Cam. I have not. Yes, you know, I only like Anne Hathaway, Hathaway in, in The Intern. Uh, I will terrible. not watch her in any other movies. 
The Intern and The Devil Wears Prada are the only movies that I think is acceptable for Anne Hathaway to appear in. Before we get back to the plot, let me <laughs> tell you about our sponsors. Okay. This show is brought to you by MeUndies. You know how when you're in a nerve-wracking situation and people say, imagine everyone in their underwear to make yourself feel comfortable. As if imagining a room full of strangers down to their skivvies is what makes us feel comfy. MeUndies believes comfort does not start with imagining, but instead it starts with actual comfort. MeUndies designs limited edition prints all the time so you can express yourself every single day. Building your undie collection and picking out which lucky pair gets to meet your butt for the day has never been so fun. Choose prints with corgis, chicken nuggets, your zodiac sign, goofy puns, and more. MeUndies also releases collabs with some pretty big names like the Rolling Stones and Space Jam, A New Legacy. But you have to grab them fast because once they're gone, they're gone for good. Kind of Funny loves MeUndies. You've heard the boys talk about them for years. They're comfort with good designs that make your friends jealous. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. We're also brought to you by Faraday Brand. Can it be? It's finally summer, and we're actually going to have a real summer this year. So naturally, we've started thinking about looking good after a year and some change, because we're going places. This summer is what Kind of Funny is calling Hot Boy Summer. You saw the jean jacket, you see the haircut, we're doing it big this summer. And that's where Faraday comes in. They make the perfect clothes for the summer. Tim Geddes is the most stylish person I know, and he even loves Faraday Brand clothing. And they're so confident in the quality of their stuff, they have a lifetime guarantee of quality. They'll replace or fix your clothes forever, no matter what. And to top it all off, Faraday is giving our listeners 20% off. That's right, 20% off. So stock up on all of your clothes for summer now. Head to FaradayBrand.com and use code MORNING at checkout to snack 20% off all your summer gear. That's code MORNING at Faraday. That is F-A-H-E-R-T-Y brand.com for 20% off. Last but not least, we're brought to you by Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never-ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your credit card debt with a personal loan all online. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score and is expanding access to affordable credit. Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KFMB. That is upstart.com slash KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application go to upstart.com slash kfmb the plot <laughs> please tell oh, us the story. The plot. <laughs> we're back I mean, we're in, in the first the 15 minutes of the movie it's way less than that joe yeah no we're in the first five minutes of the movie here joe all right uh uh they scope out the house that day and the neighborhood is in fact a ghost town this is the only house around rocky got a new tattoo of ladybug and alex is like oh you got you got some new cool ink and she's like don't say it like that you fucking nerd and then she's like why did you get a new tattoo and she goes well it's a funny story that you ask Thank you for drumming up all of this insane drama that's happened in my life and all this childhood trauma. Um, but my mom, apparently, when my dad left, locked me in the trunk of a car because I wouldn't stop crying. And then one day, a ladybug crawled up onto my hand to keep me company. And when I go to California after this is all done, I'm going to get a tattoo. and color, I'm going to color this bad boy in, and that's the last time I'm going to mark up my body. And Alex is like, that's the last time I ask about any of your tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good this point. was a much deeper story than I intended. Yeah. And she never like, brought, or there was no other callback to Ladybugs ever in this is. movie, right? Uh, there is. No, there the is. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did I miss yeah. it? A ladybug yeah, falls on her hand and she's like, and she I'm going to make it. Open. I'm going to be all right. Yeah. Well, it's okay. when she get uh, the trunk situation too. Mm-hmm. Back to That's the trunk, of course. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, let's see. Then a dog attacks the window and I jump. Uh, the old, the old <laughs> I think vet I also did too. calls the dog back and everyone sees that he's blind and then... Alex is like, hey, we probably we we can't we shouldn't rob a, a person who's blind. And they're like, well, he's probably not a saint. And he's like, okay, cool. We'll just go. I guess we'll kill him. Uh, yeah. So they decided to go in that night. Uh, later that night, they approach the house. Oh, what, what's up, Cam? Oh, sorry. One thing uh, that I thought was unintentionally funny in that scene is he says this guy hasn't left the house in five days, and it's like seconds later he shows up right yeah. in front of the car. Yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. Where it's like, well, I. I guess until right now, right? Yeah. Also, I feel like this. Have you he, been here for five days? Did well, you... he went when it, that scene starts. He yeah. goes up to a fence and picks up something that looks kind of like a like generic looking GoPro. Oh, I see. So He's I think maybe they out. had a camera or something that, that they were watching. Sense. That's cool. but that also could just be a head cannon. This is how no, I know was, I can never be a there. robber, dude. I would, I just can't deal with any of this. I'd be like, this is a bad situation. It's a bad situation. I'm also not gonna lie. I'm not gonna trust money to do like a really great job. Recon? Vetting, oh, no, yeah, uh, no, no. Like casing a place. It seems like he would be putting in like the minimum amount of work. Yeah. Possible. Money's definitely the guy that like when you form the group and Rocky brings money, you look at him and you go, You're the guy that's gonna fuck this whole thing up for us. Mm. Immediately. <laughs> yep. And you go, I'm out. Like, this needs to be more like, like, money is the equivalent to Wayne Grove from The Heat. The second I saw that guy, I'm like, this dude no is seen that movie. everyone up. That and reference doesn't make any there's sense There's one person who's seen, seen. Uh, when did that movie come out? Not The Heat, excuse me, Heat. Oh, Heat. Not oh, I'm sorry, we've oh, all seen that movie. Did oh, I say you're the talking heat? about that. Yeah, I th- well, it sounded like you said The Heat. No, Wayne You're Grow from, just, I think I did say the heat, but I'm talking about money is the equivalent to Wayne Grow, right? Where he's like, where's Wayne Grow? He's like, I don't know, man. And then he shoots the guy. Remember Wayne Grow fucked it up for everyone because he was a psychopath and decided to kill the guys. That's the bigger guy? They didn't even, they didn't even hesitate. They just killed oh the rest of the guys in the so armor good. truck. Yeah, Joe, it's yeah, fucking yeah. fucking great. So good. Man, I just always assume when Nick's talking about any movie with the word heat in it, it's absolutely the one that's the most heat. There's three movies of note that have the word heat in them. There is. Can I guess the third one? Yes. Is it in the heat of the night? No, great movie though. That is a great movie. Okay. So there's four movies of note. He in the heat of the night. Okay. Heat, uh-huh. which is that. a Burt Reynolds movie, which is not very good. Okay. Then there's the heat, which is we can all agree top three greatest comedies ever made. And uh-huh. then there's number four, which is Heat, starring Val Kilmer and Robert De Niro and Al Pacino, directed by Michael Mann, arguably one of the greatest films ever made. I digress. Money comes back and tells him there's no one in the house with 10 block radius. He's going to use a chlora bomb so they can knock out the old man and, and do go in while he's in the house. This would have been my second question. My first, like, okay, what is a chlora bomb and never use anything that has to do with bomb. Don't trust money with anything that has to do with a bomb. Just throwing that out there because obviously this guy's a fuck up. There's no possible way this could go well. It seems like you would should have taken a lot of science classes. Yeah. That's I'm totally like, I would have for sure tested it out beforehand. You know what I mean? Maybe like, they, that's the kind of thing. Did. No, there's no way. That's that probably what it is every joke. night. He's like, I'm going to chlore bomb myself tonight. Y'all want to see this shit, dog? I, I, I totally agree with you, but I was very impressed when he pulled it all out and started doing it all. I was yeah. like, so damn, it didn't this work at all. Yeah, it didn't I know. fucking yeah. work at all. Impressed until, until I wasn't, but. 
This kid you deserves know. to have his brains blown all over the fucking old <laughs> wallpaper. Later that night, they approach the house and the lights are out. Oh, that'll like the other movie. That would be the first time I <laughs> the make The name of the other movie. Got it. Got yeah. it. Pam, we're taking Great bets reference. right now. Is this going to be an ongoing joke throughout the rest of my script? Should it? Oh, is yeah. a better question. Yeah. I, I'll say it comes up two more times. Oh, he nailed it. He nailed it. Challenge accepted. Yeah, And I, man. I would bet money it's only in the script one more time. But like he, now that we've talked about it so much, he's gonna get it one more after that. We'll see. We're gonna see. <laughs> You'll never or know. Or he's going through and cutting to get down to two more times and has to pick his best ones. How amazing would it be if I didn't have a script? If I'm just looking at a blank document right now, but it's all just in here, right? <laughs> you don't got it, in here, Nick. I'm sorry. No, I sure don't. Neither does Greg. Uh, let's see. Later that night, they approach the house. Lights are out. Uh, Money's like, hey, see, the lights are out. The guy's sleeping. But Alex rather astutely points out, hey, this guy is blind. He doesn't need lights. He could be fucking awake. We don't know. But Money's like, nah, he's sleeping, dog. So they go in anyway. Uh, but Rocky's like, it's 2 a.m. Let's get in there. It's, he's probably asleep. Uh, then they drug the dog and say, lights out again. And I think, is this movie lights out at this point? Nope. Nope, sorry. This uh, you, Cam, this is yeah, going to be in it. So. Lot, We're going to get like a lot, 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 lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys are Wait, fucking Does he wrong, actually man. say it? He says, lights out. And the dog goes out. <laughs> He's like, as he throws the thing over, he says Wait, the fucking line. Did any of you recognize that? Because I didn't. No. I, I, remember I mean, we also now. weren't looking for it. But I'm remembering so it now. Funny. There was a brief moment where it's like, oh, they're saying the title. I'm like, nope, nope, different nope, movie again. Exactly. I thought it was a titular <laughs> thing. So I actually asked myself, I'm like, am I watching the wrong movie? Then I Google Lights <laughs> Out, and it turns out this there is a horror movie in the outside. Here, I'm not wrong. Both Cam and I remember this, right? Here is the synopsis. When Rebecca, Teresa Palmer, left home, she thought that their childhood fears were behind her. As a young girl growing up, she was never really sure of what was real when the lights went out at night. Now, her little brother, Martin, played by Gabriel Bateman, that's a creepy name, is experiencing the same unexplained and terrifying events that jeopardized her safety and sanity. Holding a mysterious attachment to her mother, Maria Bello, a supernatural entity has returned with a vengeance to torment the entire family. Sounds I wanna, bad. I want to take that one step further, Nick. Another movie trailer from 2019 that reminded me a lot of the style of movie trailer from Don't Breathe was a movie called Crawl, which I did not oh. see. But the synopsis for Crawl is a natural horror film oh, from a screenplay written by <laughs> brothers Michael and Sean Ramusin, produced by Sam Raimi. So maybe that, oh, there's a connection there, lightly, somehow. Uh, but okay. it's the plot follows Kaya Barry. and Barry Pepper as a daughter and father who, along with their dog, are hunted by alligators after being mm-hmm. trapped in their home during a Category mm-hmm. 5 hurricane in yep. Florida. That sounds terrifying. That movie that movie was like, we're going to try to catch the zeitgeist, and it did not catch the zeitgeist. I, dude, uh, it looks like it actually kind of did. The zeitgeist 13, of what? $13 million budget. <laughs> okay. $91 million <laughs> box office. We got to make a horror movie, guys. What's we our horror movie? Who really wanted to see that one? Cam, what's our horror movie going to be about? I'm going to pitch you guys an idea. What if a global pandemic hits the whole world and we're all locked in indoors for a year and the best we can do is stream all night? Terrifying thought. You can film it like a, like a, no, I was thinking like a, what's it called? Searching? Whatever the one that's only on screens. Oh, Oh, with John Cho. That That was good. good. Uh, Tim liked that movie. The, The front door, back to the plot. Has four locks, but Alex only got one set of keys from the security company, which apparently does security for every house in Detroit. I have no idea. I think they kind of gloss over the fact that this he just has the keys to this somehow. They were like, 
Well, isn't it just they, they talk about it being like a ghost town in that neighborhood. So I kind of feel like the security kind of has security lock over that entire that whole neighborhood district. But that's not the same house that the rich house was in. No, right? but I mean, I imagine. I don't know. It's I'm coincidental. In my, my headcanon, their security company has a couple of logic couple out of, of here. Districts. I am being too logical. It's the Spock in me. Alex turns out has an apple tv remote that apparently will kill the alarm pad if it's very very close but the door uh still won't open so money decides to try the cellar door but it's bolt locked from the inside rocky spots a window on the second story with no bars i spelled that bores so that's what those are going to say from now on so they help her up she breaks the window and unlocks it the 30 second countdown on the alarm pad begins rocky leaves a trail of glass behind her as she searches for the pad she uses the apple tv remote to turn it off uh and takes a moment to survey her surroundings Tim, it's quiet, a little too quiet. She spots a really creepy picture of the vet's daughter because it's upside down on the mantle. Uh, outside, Money tells Alex to stay in the friend zone. He's like, we got to get in there and help her. And Money's like, bro, fucking you're in the friend zone, okay? Recognize it, fucking stay in there, okay? And Alex is like, no, dude, I just fucking I want to help. And I, I meanwhile, some dialogue. Like, Come on. <laughs> I'm not saying I hate it. I just thought it was really funny that they called out what we were all thinking yeah. in <laughs> such an on-the-nose way. It's like, all right, cool. Here's, Here's two ladders, the bro. You're on the one with the friends go up. Let's just put it that way. Uh, like any good house guest, they take their shoes off when they come in, and the camera dollies into a hammer that stays in the shot for a really long time. So someone's definitely getting a fucking hammer to the skull. Somehow, some way, uh, they start looking for the money, but don't find anything on the first floor. So money heads upstairs. There's a cool shot where the camera jibs through the crawl space in the center of the house uh, up to the hallway that money's at. He goes to the old man's room, uh, but the old man left a, uh, a some some home videos on of his daughter, and it's super creepy. Uh, money sneaks in and sets up the chlorobomb, but when he looks back over to where the old man is sleeping, he is straight up sitting upright, and this is the first time I get scared. Horrifying. Cool. This uh. This whole sequence, I like because leading up to the old man, they also like they show the gun under his bed that he later brings down. Like this mm-hmm. whole sequence is like the Chekhov's gun one shot where they show every little piece of this. Like they're showing you all of what's going to be used later in the mm-hmm. movie, similar to that first shot. But you don't know how each object is going to come into play later on. Yeah. Oh, and it's cool, too, especially with like like this movie could have. We could have just cut upstairs, but the fact that we see the crawl space that she will eventually be crawling through and stuck in, I think is a nice little bit of like setup visually, as opposed to being like, you know, in, in a lesser movie, perhaps, or in a movie where they felt the need to overexplain, you might have seen them roll out a blueprint and be like, okay, this house has right. crawl spaces, maybe we right, can get right. through there. But instead, it's one just quick shot that we go up that's very artistic, but it also tells the audience, hey, this is a thing that exists in this old house, and we totally yeah. buy it. Except we don't buy it when the dog fucking Olympic level quick climbs up to it. It goes in there like an alien. <laughs> they're, built, they're better built for that, especially that type of dog with the, the short Rottweiler. legs. Yeah, It'll get in there. Yeah. Brutal. Uh, Cam, that's really cool. I hadn't thought about that before, but you're totally right. That's a really cool shot for that. That uh, what it shows. Yeah. And it also kind of helps establish the relation between all the rooms. So when mm-hmm. the characters are in different rooms and they come to save each other, it doesn't feel out of nowhere. You kind of yeah. know where they had to go to get there it places mm-hmm. them yeah it's good uh let's see, let's see. money uses uh no we're over here ba, 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 ba. uh money sneaks in sets in the sets up the chlorobomb when he looks up the old man said yeah he turns on the tv goes back to bed money sets off the bomb and leaves the room uh when the old with the old man hopefully fast asleep we don't know because like a bond villain he just sets the trap and fucking leaves uh rocky points out a massive lock on the solar door which he's like well, if i was hiding something he'll be down there well how are you gonna know what works then this is a flawed plan 
You don't just assume the guy with combat experience is going to go night night when you set up your fucking avion. No, water but like if you bomb. stay in there, you'll pass out too, right? That's why you look underneath the door. Underneath the same the door. thing here. You like this guy? That's it. Anyway, but then how would you know? Like he's still he's just laying down. Yeah, what are you looking for under the door? I don't know. I didn't. This is not my plan, Joey. I didn't set this, this whole plan. <laughs> yeah, it sounded like it was your plan. That's not my plan. I mean, if I was going to break into this house, I would knock on the man's door and say, "Excuse me, sir, we have some flowers." Bah! You know what I mean? Fucking thunder and lightning. Excuse me, sir, we have some flowers. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. No way he would have opened the door because he's got that fuck girl under no. there. No, the guy's yeah. like, get the fuck off. He would have. He would have. No, that was bad. You don't anyway. think he opened the door for anybody? No, no I doubt. No it. one. This guy's no not getting one. pizza delivery. He's not getting shit delivered. He's Maybe got that little bell and that's the only thing he's worried about like hearing Mm -hmm. uh let's see with the old man fast asleep rocky points out a massive lock and solid door wish money tries to pry open but when he fails he takes out his gun which alex tells him hey man you brought a gun to this house this guy's got a legal right to kill us now and i think i don't know about that i think once you broke into his house with with a crowbar that might be a legal right to kill you depends on the state nick fair enough in detroit apparently you can't kill someone unless they try to kill you first money uses a water bottle as a silencer and shoots the lock and alex is like oh no so he bounces this is the first like like come on there's no like you have a crowbar and you're stick he stuck it between the door and the wall literally the worst place stick it between the little metal lock and, and the, the door. four screws that are holding the lock under the door frame. Instead, you shoot it with a fucking gun. <laughs> no, this kid's an idiot. Have you I'm seen this man? He gets- Have you seen yeah. this man? Money. He's dumb. He ain't thinking. He's, He's not, not Kevin Coelho. Kevin Coelho no. would be out there. Wouldn't even need to pee on a single thing. He just he knows this space. He's in and out. <laughs> no one would even know he was there. Tim, I, I would definitely pee on something my first time. He would. Kevin would pee on like a winter coat that you don't use for a long time, but just a little bit, a little squirt. Yeah, just in the pocket. Or just like in the pocket. And then you'd be like, why does it smell vaguely like urine in my closet? Mm. Not a lot. The wet bandits. The wet bandits. Uh, let's see. Uh, Alex bounces. Uh, before they can go down to the cellar, the old man just rounds the corner. And man, he is jacked. And I forget the name of this actor, but he is super good. Stephen super Lang? Scary. Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. He is Avatar, awesome. baby. He is Avatar. He's the, he's really? the bad guy. Now. Oh, yeah. He's the bad guy. Not the last Avatar, Joey. No, the no, last that's, airbender. That's a bit airbender, Joey. That's when they have the. They, yeah, that's a different one. That's a different one. Okay. Don't get he's it. He's also don't in get Tombstone. He is in Tombstone. He actually pl- he plays that like the heel in Tombstone, like the, the shitty like, they're come yeah. back for you character. Mm. Yeah, I forgot about that. Also featured in the Val Kilmer documentary that I watched over the weekend. Uh, let's see. Money tells him he knows. What's in the cellar? And he's not leaving without it. And the old man's like, oh, yeah? Well, I ain't fucking around and keeps walking toward him. So money fires off a warning shot, but the old man doesn't. It doesn't deter him at all. And he pretty much disarms money with ease and then strangles the life out of him. And then he goes, how many of you are there? And But money ain't no snitch, Tim. He might be stupid. He might not know how a chlor bomb works. He might not even know if he made a chlor bomb. For all we know, he put some Mentos and some Diet Coke in a fucking can together. That's what it looked like. That's what 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 it popped up. We don't know. Nick, I'm so glad that you brought up Diet Coke. Can we talk about the new can branding? I haven't seen him yet, Joe. I've been off off the the sauce for about a week and a half now, just trying to get off it a little bit. I was having a bit of a problem. Zero has new branding too, though. I heard about it, and I heard it's got a new formula, and I'm looking forward to trying it when I eventually come back to, to, uh, to my sweet, sweet, sweet pleasure uh let's see he says it's just me and at first the old man's like you know what maybe i'll let you go 
Oh, wait, on second thought, maybe I'll put a bullet through your fucking throat that blows off the top of your head. Lights out, motherfucker. <laughs> well, well, there's games, too. We is that three or is that four? That's three. Rocky, <laughs> hides, Rocky hides in the closet as the old man goes ham on the wall. Not before, actually, because the dog thing was the reference to. Rocky hides as, uh, goes outside the closet. Uh, Alex sneaks back into the house like a fucking idiot and runs straight into the old dude who smells he his likes axe body her. spray. He wants to help. Yeah, but here's the thing, guys. Listen. Listen, kids, if you like someone and they drag you into a potential homicide slash burglary slash breaking entry, just say no and go to Del Taco and get some chili cheese fries. And then when they come back, like, oh, how did how was the robbery? How did it go cool? And then it's been like a year and a half. And oh, you had a baby. Oh, 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 that sounds bad. Oh, crazy. Wait, how? Turkey baster? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh God. I mean, Jesus Christ. Anyway, there's always that moment in the movies where you're like, I, I just, I wish the kid would just have kept going. Just keep going, man. Movie's over. We just see it from his perspective. No one ever knew. Uh, Rocky tells Alex that she's hiding in the closet. The old man comes in to check his secret stash and she scopes out the code. Uh, Alex wants to Pretty go. Cool. The- Pretty cool. So he's like, listen, we got to go to the cops. Because there's been a murder that's happened, but Rocky has a better idea. She opens the safe instead, which has way more than $300,000 in it, probably somewhere of a million dollars. And like, how did he get this much money? We don't know. Alex points out. Also, another thing, though, if you have that much money just stashed in a small little safe, maybe put it in the bank for safety. Yeah. So, like, he, it's, they were very clear about him getting that money legally. I, yeah. I think it was around 300, but, but it doesn't matter. Um, why not? If you have it, it legally, bank. why not put it in the bank? You're not yeah. doing anything illegal. There's no reason you should be concerned about taxes and whatnot. Well, I mean, like you've got maybe he's taking care of that girl down in the basement. Maybe he wanted it all out in cash so there wasn't like a trail maybe. or something. But that That's seems possible. that seems that seems dumb. Like buy groceries. No one's gonna be like, oh, he's buying groceries for two, not yeah. for one. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's exactly. I, it just seems like a smarter thing to have in your money, but he's paranoid and crazy. I guess is the the, the answer to that. That's fair. Yeah. I think, but he, also, yeah. also he's he would, very he capable of very defending awesome. his house. Apparently, yeah, it, <laughs> it totally makes sense that he wouldn't trust a bank. Like that's you look fair. at this guy. If you ask me, does he trust or not trust a bank? I'm like, well, if that's an option, he does not trust the bank. <laughs> uh, Alex points out that the cellar door was locked from the inside, so maybe they can get out through there. But before they head down, the old man comes up to put money in a body bag, and stupid Alex walks in a floorboard. Thankfully, money's cell phone goes off and draws the old man's attention. And he blows that fucking thing away. Saved by the so bell. Scary was a good yeah. show. The old man drags money down the hallway as Alex and Rocky head to the cellar. He finds the two uh, other pairs of shoes and runs back to the safe to check where where stash. Oh, that's another uh, setup that I loved. Yeah. Where yeah, I, I they took off their shoes so they weren't making enough noise and then of course it comes to bite them in the ass yep. when yep. he's just cleaning and feeling and it's like, "Oh, he knows that they're there." Yeah, smart that's guy. That's so cool. That was very clever. Alex and Rocky. Smelling? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alex and Rocky search for the door in the darkness. Uh, when the light turns on, they pop, they look over, and who do we see there? A chained up Cindy. And Cindy shows them, and she's got a, and then she's like, "Don't go, don't go." And she shows them a news article about her. She's the teenager uh, who killed the old man's daughter upstairs. And Rocky is like, oh, "We got to get her out of here." Uh, and also, I just want to give a shout out to the production designer for this. This makeshift room he's made of all couch cushions and pillows is the scariest, creepiest fucking thing ever. And it looks like a play. It looks like a like a like a like a, like a scale model of like a horror show that you would see. 
it's terrifying. Very well done from that from the perspective of that. And the uh, fact that there isn't like glass on it or anything, and it's just the fact that she's tethered, I think adds mm-hmm. to it too. Yeah. So I feel like so scary. many horror movies have like, oh, you're stuck in a thing, and it's like, well, she's stuck, but not in the way that like people are normally stuck. And I like yeah. that. Yeah. Like it's so close fine. to freedom, but so far. I think the important lesson we learn here is if you're in a situation horrible like this, keep yourself fit. You gotta keep doing squats. You got to do pull-ups, whatever you can, so that if the moment to escape happens, your your muscles haven't atrophied. You can mm-hmm. pop up and run out because she's having a lot of trouble running out. I'm not saying it's the reason why they don't make it out of this house, but I'm just saying seems like a smart thing to do. You know what I mean? Stay strong and fit as much as you can so that you can run out when the time comes. It's tough. It's tough. You never know, That'd though. Maybe, tough. I mean... Presumably he was feeding her well because uh, she had the, the baby pregnant. inside. But, yes, you know, true. normally when you see these things, I always think the same thing. But I'm like, no, Kevin, what you're missing is they only feed you a little bit of food. So you're weak all the time. You don't have time. You don't have the energy to those squats. Also, I'm very well fed as a human being. I don't do squats right now. I don't like to do yeah, that Yeah, but you're not, not being held hostage by someone is what I'm saying. You know? Some would say I'm being held yeah. hostage by my own ego. <laughs> by my pride. Anyway, they unlock Different, her. Different, though, than by <laughs> someone who's impregnated door. you. That's and fair. wants to keep your baby. This is fair. Different different situations. Uh, they unlock her and head down to the door, but it's padlocked. Alex uses the keys to unlock it that he found in the safe. Uh, there's another safe that he found. Excuse me. It was the same code as went upstairs. Um, and then as he opens the door, the man is there waiting for him, and he pops off around. First one goes to Alex's ear. The other one hits a cell phone, and another lands squarely in Cindy's face. She falls to the ground. The old man finds her body and screams to the high heavens. He's like, no, Padme. And he turns around and locks the cellar door. And then he snaps off a screwdriver to jam that padlock shut for good. Alex, what a moment. That's didn't see that coming. You know, like her getting shot was like, oh, shit. Okay, what's going to happen now? Mm hmm. Uh, and I guess I'm trying to remember of what I thought originally when like I saw his reaction to her dying of like, I don't think I ever questioned why he was upset about it and like yeah i, I mean, never i think you, you just don't necessarily have enough time because i feel like with that happening. setup you definitely just assume it's like a fucked up sex thing right i always That's assume what I it's assume. like all he had was torturing her or something yeah mm. Mm. Um, like the last thing connecting to him to his daughter or whatever something like that because yeah. i guess maybe that's what i thought is he had kidnapped her to like to be, be the daughter this- yeah that's yeah. what i thought when i first saw it too i didn't i didn't i didn't think it was like sex thing i thought it was like oh we're, she he's you took my daughter. You're now my daughter. I'm going to just keep you down here forever in some weird fucked up manner. Uh, but man, I, yeah, it, got, I mean, it gets way more twisted. Yeah. I, I just assumed that it was like a fucked up revenge thing. I'm going to torture you. Yeah. I, I guess I didn't have like, it happened so quickly that like, yeah. I don't know that I had enough time to actually put all the pieces together. He is clearly pregnant though. And I only noticed that obviously the second time watching mm-hmm. it, but like oh, when really? her body goes down, you, you see mm-hmm. her stomach. Yeah. Uh, Alex and Rocky have only one option left, the front door. They make a run for it, but before they can get to the, the ladder that leads up to the front door, the old man turns out the lights. Lights out, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we were so wrong. We were so wrong. Rocky and Alex stumble helplessly in the dark. I love how this, this scene is shot uh, while the old man traverses his surroundings with confidence, having practiced with the help of location markers like the fan the overhead beam. I think that's super cool. He's like, he knows where the fan is. He knows where everything is. And he can just run straight forward with a confidence knowing like he's not going to yeah. anything. I'm so uh, interested couple- in how they shot this part because it they I don't know. 
they seemed like they really couldn't see where they were going and that they were like really panicked in their eyes. Do you well, have any Joey, fun facts? Fantastic oh, thing yes. you bring up there. Stephen Lang wore contact lenses that greatly restricted his vision, particularly in low light. The other actors in the scene taking place in the dark wore lenses that made them look like they had dilated pupils, but also it did greatly restrict their vision. So mm. it, uh, good call. I appreciate it also just from like a color correction standpoint of like, they didn't just bring everything down. Everything was a sort of gray, but you still like lost was... some things in the darkness when the camera mm -hmm. would back up. Well, yeah, it looked oh, yeah. like it was a uh, night vision kind of to a degree, which I thought was mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, the way uh, they like hid yeah. revealed Stephen Lang's character kind of like yeah. being there and like where the locations of everyone was was like, holy shit, such a great mm -hmm. tense scene and like good use of lighting and camera there for sure. The, the uh, moment where she's like getting close to him mm -hmm. and like she has no idea he's in front of her and then he shoots terrifying that's brutal terrifying uh alex calls out to her of course the old man beelines uh for him instead and starts choking him through the shelf alex thinks fast and brings the whole shelf down on the man together uh, alex and rocky head upstairs and use money's crowbar to jam the door shut all seems okay until something down the hallway stops them dead in their tracks and it is in fact the dog from Ferris bueller's day off it has shaken off its hangover and it is pissed the fuck off uh, alex is and like this dog is old alex is like don't <laughs> don't run <laughs> Because this thing will rip your throat out. But it doesn't matter because the old man from downstairs slams up against the door, which triggers the dog, the beast to chase them up into the old man's daughter's room. Uh, Alex wants to use the Apple TV remote to trigger the alarm and call the police. But Rocky's like, we got to we gotta get out of here with the money or I'll solve for not. And this is the point where I'd be like this. We've lost. <laughs> this, the money is a dream. <laughs> you need to let it go and maybe get a job at Starbucks to help your sister because – there is a man beast dog chasing us and an old guy downstairs who is outwitting us at every point. I mean, he just, this is his fucking world. Okay. Like a clearly like murderous old man and also a clearly fucked up old man that like has somebody in his basement. So it's right. like, get out. Yes. Another good movie. Uh, mm -hmm. She heads into the crawl space. <laughs> As the door bursts open and the dog knocks Alex out of the window to the skylight little thingy below, the glass slowly cracks as he's laser unconscious. Rocky takes a moment to breathe or not breathe. Oh, that's, that's a good reference. <laughs> yeah. But it's interrupted when the dog climbs in like a fucking alien. Uh, he, he climbs a bunch of furniture and just gets to the crawl space and just straight fucking knocks her down an air shaft. Yeah. It's just like, damn, what happened to the dog? It is Alex. brutal, man. Her falling the, down. The cut back to first, it later. Yeah, it's like, damn, it, they just yeah, went it's for very it. intense. Which is cool because like a lot of times these movies like don't do that. Like they make it like, oh, she fell for that moment to like be an impact. But when she actually hits, when we see her the next time, she's kind of fine. Oh, this she, was like, no, she yeah. did land on her damn yeah. head. She landed on her no, head. No, she looks like she fucked painful. like she could have absolutely just paralyzed herself yep. doing that. Definitely. And I thought that's what happened the first time I saw it. Like. It, mm -hmm. it's terrifying like i thought she was gonna wake up stuck in there like oh can't God. <laughs> that also sounds awful <laughs> don't breathe more like don't move because you're stuck in there god damn like you and then the night happens and guess what lights out motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> anyway great no uh, the man lets off oh this is fucking this is the best shot in the whole movie, in, in my humble opinion. Alex wakes up and tries to slide off the glass, but when he looks up, the old man, the guy's just pointing a gun at him. And like the camera pans up and he's just still pointing a gun, like waiting for him, and then hires off around. Uh, it's too late. 
Let's see. Uh, Even when he's laying on the glass and you can just see the little spiders of the cracks and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the uh, sound design for that is so good. Uh, the man lets off around uh, and shatters the glass, sending Alex to the floor below. Alex hides in the kitchen and covers his mouth as the man stalks his prey. Don't you fucking breathe, bro. But it's too late. He breathes and the man comes in with a fury. Before he can get a beat on the boy, Alex hits him with that hammer. And we're like, oh, we saw the hammer. Uh, but what did we learn from Infinity War, Tim? What is the fucking takeaway from Avengers Infinity War? Always inevitable. go for the dick. Right, for mm, the dick. Is what mm, you're straight to for the dick. <laughs> yep. A fight ensues. The, the and famous no, go for the status quo. <laughs> no, you got to go for the head. What's this kid thinking? He like hits the guy's hand. Like, you should have gone for the dick. Would have been a very, very different end game if that was the takeaway from that. A fight ensues and Alex gets his face smashed into a bunch of uh, m- by the much bigger foe who somehow knows that the Apple TV remote has, will trigger the alarm. So he shuts it off. The old man jams a pair of garden shears through Alex's stomach and it's bye bye bad haircut. Rocky wakes up uh, and makes a lot of noise trying to punch her way out of the air vent. It's almost like she hasn't learned anything from the last 15 minutes of her life. Uh, so the old man just punches through the fucking ceiling and, and pulls her down and then chokes and punches her unconscious. And this scene is violent and brutal because he's just like hitting her face a little bit until she goes out because he doesn't want to hurt her because he's saving her for something else much more sinister. She wakes up chained to the cellar in the same fashion as Cindy and the terror is real. She tries to Here's reason with thing. her captor. Yeah. If I'm in this situation mm-hmm. for any reason, I feel like I am. I know, like I know that this man just had a woman locked up in his basement. There's no way I'm letting him take me in alive. Like if it's the truth, like I want him to kill me at this point. Like yeah. I, it is not worth it to stay alive and be locked up in that basement. I don't know how you do that. I don't know what that is, but that would be my goal. Yeah. I was going to say, you use that chain and just, you know, kind of try to, I don't think anyway. I could do it to myself, but I am yeah. fighting tooth and nail to just get him to be you're... like, you know what? She's not worth it. <laughs> First step Maybe is that's, try to... You just pee because you're trying all options. Yeah. To like get him to be like, oh, this girl is crazy. She's <laughs> <laughs> drinking her own pee right now. It's crazy. Rocky tries to reason with the capture. She says, she killed your daughter and you wanted her to pay, uh, but she's got it all wrong. She should have gone to prison, but that rich girl, but rich girls don't go to jail. None of this is going to bring your daughter back, is what Rocky says. And he says, funny you should mention that. Cindy took my child away from me. I thought it's only fair that she'd give me a new one. She was pregnant with my baby. You killed them both. You have to be held accountable. Rocky realizes the depth of the shit she has gotten herself into. Uh, Alex wakes up upstairs. Turns out the garden shears went through money's dumbass body instead of his. Woohoo, he's still alive. He grabs a sledge, which means he's going to make it to the end of the movie, right? He grabs a sledgehammer and locks the dog in the kitchen. While the old man puts Cindy's uh, body in a tank. Oh, this, is, this is horrifying. He puts her in like a tank horrifying. and fills it with water in the tile below and then just covers it up. And I'm like, I don't know I if that was he has other bodies up. under yeah. those other tiles in Definitely. the garage. Definitely. Hmm. There was really a lot smart, of trial and error. Because it explains like why later when the cops come, they don't find they a don't body know. in the thing. Yeah, exactly. I would, if I were the cops though, I'd have a couple questions about the A couple questions for sure. But Kevin, Kevin brought up a good point after we watched it, which was, Cops are stupid. No, oh, Kev can't down. talk. He but can't I mean, talk. people are into weird sex things, so it's like the cops can't really judge this. You know, that's true. That is true. That is true. I, I would assume that. that they didn't go into the basement. I don't. They, I have, would, they he, searched he the whole down house. In the basement. He killed a couple people. Oh, they searched right, the whole house. Still... At this point, I'd be like, we got to be a little thorough. And here's what I would do: 
if I were an officer. What would you do, Nick, if you were an officer? And by the way, um, I'm, when I said cops are stupid, I meant movie cops are generally stupid. I don't mean cops in real life are stupid. Uh, I'd open the door to the cellar and I'd look down and there'd be, instead of a staircase, um, there'd be a ladder. And I'd be like, this guy has, has kill, is killing someone down there. This guy definitely is doing something fucked up. And I'd be like, we're, we're going to just go. We're going to search around here and, and we're going to. We're gonna put this guy in jail. Yeah, we're gonna bring we're gonna some of those dogs that like sniff around for stuff, like maybe a like a drug dog, a bomb dog, and a dead body dog, and just let them go wild. I want the, the, specifically the dead body dog. I'd be like, let's Joey. If, I'd be like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Joey, you're the police commissioner. What dog should we bring in cool. first? Should we bring in the bomb dog, the drug dog, or the dead body dog? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I think you're right that we bring in the dead body dog first. I think that's but a strong the, call. But the we got Grover and the dead the body dog. Stairs. Also, could be like a meth lab or something. I don't know. We're gonna That's need the true. whole goddamn Paw Patrol out here. Get all okay? the dog. Get the Paw Patrol. Get the Blues Clues. Get Clifford. Get everyone in here. Give me that fucking shark song too. I don't know if that's a thing that could sniff out a dead body. Bring a baby shark. Why bring not? A baby. <laughs> oh man. Uh, let's see. Alex smartly, I think, unlocks the front door first before going downstairs, while the old man falls out a little of his uh, of his man milk. He hoists Rocky up and cuts a hole in her jeans. And this is where this scene becomes especially disturbing. Uh, and he grabs a turkey baster and sucks up some of the old Pearl Jam into it. Uh, and there's a few beard hairs in the bottom of that thing just for good measure, too. In case this scene couldn't get any fucking more horrifying, there's a I couple did. of just hairs at the bottom of the fucking sperm thing. I think I did, too, Cam. I, I, was, I don't think I, I made it, it coming through with, like... And I gagged. Oh. That, whoever did that, though, whoever worked for that, like, art department... Definitely Academy got Award. so much work after that. Academy Award. So uh, I was reading some some things about that that I wasn't planning to talk about, but here we are. <laughs> so I'm going to tell it anyways. Uh, one of the assistants was like, it would be a good idea if we put some hair in it. It's so they literally just cut some of their hair off to, to put in. God. And the prop people, uh, when asked what the the juice was, yeah. they're like, oh, it's literally the same stuff that they use in like porn for it to like look crazy when there's an excessive amount. So oh, God. you guys, I have to sleep with that knowledge. So you all do as well. Thank you, Tim. And yeah, I, lights I out. thank you for never sharing a piece of <laughs> trivia like that with me ever again. Lights the fuck out, Tim. Lights out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, she says, you can't do this. And he says, there's nothing a man can do. Once he accepts, there's no God. He does sound weirdly Bane-ish. Yeah. Uh, he sounds like a cross between Bane and Buffalo Bill. And it's terrifying. Mm. What the fuck? Where did that line come from, too? Like that? I don't well, know. They were talking like, about this God man is unhinged. Yeah. And he, she was like, oh, my God. He's like, there is no God. I've accepted that. I anyway. love how much he's becoming pain. Uh, uh, real quick, I just like, the idea of the cops looking through the house and then being like, uh, sir, I think there might be a <laughs> dog in between these walls. <laughs> There's a scratching sound. You either have a very large dog or. A world record-setting rat is in there. We got to get that fucking thing out of there. Anyway, Rocky loses her shit, and he says, nine months, and I'll give you your life back. To which I'd be like, no, you won't. You can't. That doesn't make any sense. Yep, no way you're just letting me walk out of this. Uh, but before he can squeeze out the plunger, Alex shows up and knocks his head off. Uh, but of course, again. And then the biggest issue that we have in this movie, and then he stops hitting him. Yeah. Never you know stop I mean? hitting him. Break an ankle. A hand. No. Fucking like, break you know, his head in half. He it was like, break his fucking uh, head in half. I'm saying wax. You cut not the little everyone. Achilles tendon and he can't walk. There you go. Yeah. Like, Joey, like, Joey Jesus, that's brutal. 
Yeah, that's brutal. That that's right, gonna take some time. You got to hobble him like misery. Don't breathe movie with Kevin and Joey on this on the squad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because Kevin would have been like this. I'm gonna go into this guy's room while he sleeps and just fucking hit him with a sledgehammer. He's gonna be dead, and we're gonna go rob yeah, him down. Yeah. And no one's gonna find him for years because this fucking whole thing is a demilitarized zone. You think I you mean, would look at the rest of the house? I do right? want to say. Nick, with that plan, that does involve the people breaking in to also commit murder. <laughs> yeah, they didn't That's know fair. that there was all this crazy stuff going on before. They just wanted the money. Right. Maybe research one of those, like, you know, you hit him in the leg with a fucking old trank. A little trank, yeah. A little. A few hours. But we've right? already talked about how difficult it is to do research about how to knock someone out. Joey knows. Yeah, you, anyway, can't just, uh, you can't just Google chloroform. You can't. Fun. You also can't just buy chloroform in this state. Sucks. You can in Arizona though. You can get anything in Arizona. Uh, you think that that was see. step one of money's like foray into the chlorine bomb? He was like trying to make chloroform, but couldn't figure it out. And he was like, "Is well, that what it was? A kind chlorine of- bomb? It was a chloroform was? bomb. I think is what it was oh, supposed to be. Chloro bomb. Yeah, he said chloro yeah. bomb, and I think it was supposed yeah. to be short for chloroform. It, chlorine would have killed oh, that, that man. Yeah, chlorine, you, yeah, chlorine melts, melts your poisonous. throat. Yeah, and then you die. I'll never just like small amounts. Yeah, chlorine bomb. Yeah, my mom mustard gas. Because I don't know where she read this or saw this or whatever, but she decided to put a little tablet of chlorine in uh, the, the upstairs bathroom. So, like, she put it in the tank because she thought the tank water wasn't clean enough and didn't tell me or my brother. But she didn't use, like, you know, they have those little spa tablets, Kevin, that are, like, this big. Yeah. But yeah. those spa tablets are for, like, an entire spa full of water, mm-hmm. like sure. gallons and gallons of water. I'm right. pretty sure she put a whole fucking pool one in, oh. the ones that look like hockey pucks. <laughs> And I flushed the toilet, and suddenly my eyes burned so hard that I was like, "I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can find my way out of this." Yeah, because the new the new water comes in with that old with reserve water. Yeah, now, so it's just Cam. I know what you're there. asking yourself, Nick. You grew up with a brother. Did you warn Matt before he went in the next time? I sure didn't. I needed him to experience this too, so we could have that common that common experience together. Oh man, that's what you do with your brothers. But I was like, "Hey, Matt, go, go take a shit in there and tell me what." Oh, take a <laughs> shit. Tell me what happens. What a piece of work I am. Anyway, uh, before he can, uh, okay, nine months, yeah, 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 he knocks him out. Oh man, and then Rocky fucking kicks him in the head, and then jams the turkey baster full of his mango into his mouth. And he spits and spits out his own mayonnaise. And it is. Uh, like, I take bio. back my comment. I didn't gag with the original turkey baster. It was at this point that this it part was, was, yeah. was a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it was hard. Uh, Rocky tells him he's gonna go to he's gonna rot in jail. But Alex, in a stunning turn of events, tells her they can't go to the cops. We ha- he's like, we can't go to the cops. Keep the money. To your earlier point, he won't let us. So apparently, this is buying his silence. So they leave. And apparently the front door is still locked because Alex kind of fiddles with the keys and takes his fucking sweet time. And then he, as he opens the door and the sunlight breaks through, a bullet rips through his shoulder and then another and then another. And Alex falls to the ground dead. The old man has freed himself and he ain't Who saw this coming? Not me. I would have sworn that Alex would have made it to the end of the movie. Nah. It's fucking crazy he died. Yeah, the thing is this, though. Once you're in the front, you can't that, get like, out. They, they put one handcuff on him. One fucking handcuff, that right? Fucking ripped out of the wall. They didn't put two handcuffs. They should have hogtied his ass after breaking his knee. Yeah. So dumb. Yep. Uh, Rocky makes it out to the street. She shouts back, you're worthless out here. And then the guy stands there for a second. And then his fucking massive dog rushes out the front door after Rocky. She heads, of course, uh, uh, she heads out and nearly makes it to the car. But in the chaos, she left a bag of money outside. Uh, she also doesn't have the keys. This plan was not mm. well thought out. The dog takes mm. up a position on the hood and waits. 
Rocky pops the back seat and does some trickery. She finds one of those tie lines and fashions it to the trunk latch. Then she lowers the dog, lures the dog in and traps it. That's pretty, pretty smart. smart. That was so Cujo just fucking rips through the 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 Trans Am's uh, back seat and starts heading for her. Uh, she manages to latch the Thailand onto his collar about a half a millimeter away from him, biting her face off. Uh, and she gets out and everything is comfort. good. She should have gotten out before that, you know? Yeah. Like she had a moment of respite where it was like, don't get out and yeah. go. Like, why would you be really like, I'm going to dog barking. <laughs> yeah. Once outside, she picks up That's the bag. That's very true. That's very true. Yeah, That's smart. Exactly. Uh, once outside, she picks up the bag and she stops for a second to take a breath. What have we fucking learned, Tim? Do not fucking breathe. Don't you even Don't think about breathing. Breathe. Don't or you fucking breathe. Or the lights will go out. <laughs> or the lights are out. And guess what? The old man sneaks up behind her. What does he do, Kevin? Lights, lights out, motherfucker. Out. There it is. There it is. Is that three more for the count? That's a lot. It's a lot. It's five don't breathe. It's awesome. He drags her back to the house, and this is the shot we saw from the beginning of the movie. Uh, and he drags her and drops her off right by Alex's body. Then a ladybug climbs on his, to her hand and draws her attention toward the Apple TV remote in Alex's uh, pocket. She scoops it up and uses the remote to trigger the alarm. The sound deafens the old man. And then Rocky like does that thing. Rocky, exactly. Mm-hmm. And Rocky does that thing from Venom where like, like and then it just comes in and out and starts hitting him over and over again. Very similar, Tim. You'll remember this, of course, because it's one of mm-hmm. your favorite movies. To the movie Predators starring Adrian Brody. Yeah, one of my favorite Adrian Brody movies. just runs back and forth knocking the Predator down with a big old bone knife thing that he found. And it's kind of weird because you're like, he's moving like a superhero now. He's not that guy. Yeah, no. Uh... The old guy commands to turn off the alarm, but it doesn't matter because Rocky uh, uh, ends up knocking him out with the crowbar, and he falls down also, into the, the the cellar below, and the gun goes off and shoots him in the liver. And Rocky's like, I guess he's dead. I'm not going to check. Well, no, now the alarm's going off. She's trying to run away with the money. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, interestingly, he didn't bring the dog back. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, good point. Oh, you know, in the car. Doesn't yeah, need I mean, anymore. he can only drag one thing back at a time. That's well, true. I guess you go the back dog, but the dog's there. good. Like, the yeah. dog knows what the dog's doing. Yeah, at least free it. That's yeah. true. Because what if you need its help again? You can't call it. He's like, I'm in the fucking car, asshole. He's like, come here, come. And he's like, what do you want me to do? I'm going to fucking open the door? Are you going to fucking drive the car down to you? I don't drive stick. You know that. Anyway, uh, Rocky scoops up the money and heads out the front door as the cops come around the corner in the distance. We cut over, of course, to a train station. Rocky and little Diddy are sitting there having breakfast. And she's like, everything's okay. What are you going to do when you get to L.A.? I'm going to become a surfer. And she's like, yeah, well, we have $300,000. Yeah. And California is very expensive. So probably no surf lessons for you. And then, of course, Rocky spots a news story about the prior night's activities. And she is horrified to learn that the old man survived. And more importantly, didn't report a thing about them. And the final wow. shot is her and Diddy walking off to the train. The end. What well, question? How did he catch the girl in the first place? He was like, come over to my house for some tea. Pop. You know? Yeah, none of that makes... That's not how you <laughs> catch someone and not get caught. This guy know? is shifty, man. This guy knows what's up, dude. He's but he fucking... can see. I believe that in his house and the surrounding areas with the assistance of his dog, mm-hmm. he can get the around. barking thing answered a lot of questions, Cam. It was a great call. It was a great thing? call. Cam was like saying that he could hear him bark. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. But yeah, I just don't. He, I don't know. Because the girl never would have come to that neighborhood, right? It's not like you think that she came anything. to apologize or something. Maybe. What? Well, maybe. I, I, I wonder but if he hired like, someone to kidnap her. But I feel like that's how. Like, no, I know think he would yeah. want too many other people involved. I feel yeah. like he's a lone ranger. Look at that also, but I mean, when you start going that far down the rabbit hole, if this this teenage woman's family 
is this wealthy and she goes missing? Do you think they'd be like, well, we're out of, I don't know, man. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> or do you think, let's start with the guy <laughs> whose daughter, our daughter killed. Maybe that's suspect number one. Let's, let's sneak into his house and see point. if our daughter's being cut. It's not like he has three different houses. Like this is his house. Yeah, that's interesting. Number one. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, let's do a little ragu baggy, baby. Joey, hit me with the song for Ragu Bagu. Ragu. Bagu. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bad Guys Talk Bad Guys here for Don't Breathe. Don't you dare breathe. Uh, so far, number one, I, this guy is credited in the, the uh, IMDb as the blind man. So that is how we'll refer to him and on this list, unless anyone wants to put him number two. No, I thought he was excellent. I mean, like I said, I think he goes a little too far in some ways. It's like he was already mm-hmm. evil. We didn't need him to be like the most evil, despicable piece of shit ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, excellent villain for a horror film. Really creative uses of stuff. And I love how grounded the majority of this is where it's like it's scary because it could happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put money on this list also and greed. <laughs> Okay. Money. Actually, I'm just gonna put money on this list because it's <laughs> money a the entendre. character or money the item. Yes, it's a metaphor. Joey. You know, double oh, entendre. Yes. Okay. Double both. entendre means both. Um, yeah. The more that I've thought about it, I was like, what if he kidnapped the girl that killed his daughter and she was pregnant, and he was like, "You took my daughter from me, so I'm taking your kid from you." Maybe something like that would have been like a little bit less egregious. Yeah, yeah. but still yeah. similar motivations. Again, I just um, don't. I don't believe that he could have kidnapped her. That also a fair point little little hole in the thing but overall i think he's a pretty good a good villain and i think brought to life by the great performance of uh that actor whose name again eludes me Stephen Lang. i think he really <laughs> made that character who could have been a very one-dimensional character i think he made it his own and he brings a sense of dread and 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 twistedness Definitely. to this person who has gone through a lot of things in his life and has had his brain twisted because of that. And I think you, you believe that. And it's a, it's a well-rounded, well, it's a three-dimensional character. I should say well-rounded is not how I would describe that character, but uh, yeah, I think it works. Sure. And I think, um, I think it's, the two male, the other two male leads are serviceable, but I think, um, I think Rocky is, is especially good. Yeah. yeah. Jane Levy she, steals the show for yeah. sure. She did great. Cam is so, so lucky that he just got up to deal with his cute little cat Gambino because, oh, no, he ain't lucky no more. He's putting him back on and he has a special task. Cam, you have a task that I did not prep you for. Hit me with the haiku in review song. Oh, Cam. Seven syllables in the middle. (laughs) Uh. You got five for the first and last lines. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. They don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. I love it. I love it. Thank so you. so ready. You can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Andrew Feisner did. Get in and get out. You chose the wrong house, sucker. A turkey baster? God, I hate turkey basters. Just yeah. as a yeah. whole, but yeah. especially yeah. now. Yeah. Especially now. Uh, that's <laughs> all we got now. Remember, go watch Don't Breathe 2 in theaters on Thursday. And anybody that does, please write your haiku in review form. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Uh, now it's time to rank the movies. Obviously, this is number one for all of us. Um, the big question is, what the hell is number two going to be? Is it going to be a part prequel? Are we going to figure out how he kidnapped her in the first place? Do we even need to? 
I don't know. We'll have to find out in just a few short days. Friday, you'll be able to watch this when we record it live at 3.15 p.m. Pacific time, and then it will go up ASAP on YouTube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe. Cameron Kennedy, thank you so much for joining us. Again, you'll be joining us all week on kind of funny podcast and then the next in review. But until then, where can people find you? Uh, easiest way to find me is at Cameron Ken on Twitter. That's C-A-M-E-R-O-N-K-E-N. Cameron Ken, baby. Gotta love it. Till next time, I love you all. Goodbye.